Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Dwellbon. Tony, a New York restaurant is bringing back a grilled cheese sandwich priced at $214. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Look, if you're going to go, hit me up before you go, because I'll make you one for $213.50. Yeah, I'm sure you included. will. Okay, okay, give me a restaurant. Who Real might cheese. do that? I can't. Who would gouge even... us poor tourists? I can't even imagine a grilled cheese sandwich for $214, unless it wow. is served on a gold plate that you're allowed to take home. Because it just, it's, come on. Come on, Carbone, maybe? I don't know. You introduced me to the $50 deli sandwich at Carnegie when I was 22 years old. I couldn't even afford it. But but that's not $214 for grilled (laughs) cheese. Come on now. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Hawks beat the Heat. The Bruins set another record, and Shoei is rolling to start the season. But we begin today with the Lakers, who are hale and healthy. Yet they barely scraped by the depleted Minnesota Timberwolves last night in overtime. The Lakers were playing at home, and Minnesota was missing two front court starters. So, Wilbon, how should the Lakers feel after just beating a team that you say repeatedly is stupid? Tony, it's amazing what I'm hearing today from many of my colleagues and friends all over the airwaves as they make excuses for the Lakers. As they tell me how great the Laker defense was late that allowed them to climb back in a game, they trailed 80-65 to in the second half. What? What are you talking about? The Lakers had every advantage in front of them. You mentioned the absences from the Minnesota lineup. Carl Anthony Towns gets five fouls because he's got to play both positions because Rudy Gobert has punched his own way into a suspension. And so Carl Anthony Towns is gassed, has nothing left in the fourth quarter. Okay, but yet the Laker great defense, they can't even get the damn ball in bounds twice. I think once in the fourth quarter, once in overtime involving LeBron, they can't get the ball in bounds. And I'm hearing, oh, it should be encouraging. No, it should not be encouraging because Minnesota once again dumbed its way to a choking loss after being up for most of three quarters and then even into the fourth quarter. And the Lakers could barely take advantage. You've got to be kidding me. I was ready to say, I said yesterday, the Lakers could. They look like healthy. Davis and LeBron, they could go to the final. No, they can't. They can barely beat that team at home in a playoff game, essentially. Stop. Don't want to hear the excuse making. Yeah, so, I mean, I can't go particular for particular because I was not awake for this game, and I know you watched the entire game. But if you ask me how the Lakers should feel, I'll tell you the Lakers should feel great because they won that game. And now they're in the actual playoffs, and they're the seventh seed. And they draw Memphis. And Memphis's best player, John Moran, every day in the Washington Post, there seems to be another investigative report about John Moran. So I don't like the position Memphis is coming into the playoffs with. And I think there is some uncertainty around John Moran. And in terms of actual playoffs, I think this is possible, Mike. 
that LeBron James has been in more playoff games than any active player? I mean, I don't know that, but I would bet on any that. Any player ever. You know, I say any player okay. ever. Okay. Then I would bet on that. And I would say that in the playoffs, in and I don't like them. I don't think they're going to win the, the West or anything like that. But in the playoffs, great players play better than they play during the regular season. And in fact, they have two great players. Two they great do. players. And I'll give you this one quote. But not do enough. you know the Dylan Brooks quote? Do you know the Dylan Brooks yeah. quote? Because fabulous. Yeah, I do. Dylan Brooks, do. it's a direct quote. And he's, he's their mouthy guy, their equivalent of, of Draymond Green. Quote, I wouldn't mind playing LeBron in a seven-game series. The legacy is there. First time back in the playoffs, knock him out right away. Be careful what you wish for, son. I yeah. mean, come on. T- Tony, what? Tony, I'm not about to doubt LeBron and Anthony Davis specifically, but the Lakers, last night, what they looked to me was not good enough. And you got Carl Anthony Towns late in the game running away from matchups where the switch is executed, and he's got a dude a foot shorter than him on him, two different important possessions, and the Timberwolves don't even know to get him the ball. And Anthony Edwards, Anthony Edwards, I presume he was hurt. He was so bad. This guy is a a superstar in the making to me. He was so bad, Tony, at three for 19 or whatever he wound up. The Timberwolves just, they got, the lights got bright, and they went, Oh, my God, what are we doing here with the lead? Let's see now how we can blow this. So I'm sorry. There'll be plenty of time to credit the Lakers with being great if they are. Last night, not one of them to me. I'm sorry. Everybody else seems to be grading on the curve, including our dear friend Perk. What do I call Perk later today? Stop grading on the curve. What? And now to the Eastern Conference where the Hawks made Jimmy Butler and the Heat look real bad. Trey Young scored 25 in Atlanta's win as Jimmy Butler's casual guarantee never came close. Tone, do you come to praise the Hawks or slam the Heat? I think first and foremost, you have to credit a team that goes on the road and wins the game. I think it's easy to make fun of Miami and it's easy to make fun of Jimmy Butler and his guarantee that they would win. But you know, Mike, The overwhelming majority of people who looked at that game before it started agreed with Jimmy Butler. ESPN apparently polled 17 so-called experts, and all 17, all 17, picked Miami to win. So how does that taste right now? I mean, here's here's what Atlanta did. They were tougher than Miami. On rebounds, Mike, 63 to 39, Atlanta. It's amazing. On offensive rebounds, 22 to 6. On second chance points, 26 second chance points to 6 for Miami. That is simply hard work. That's all that is. So I am giving credit to Atlanta. Tony, there's no way I'm going to disagree with the words you said there. And especially to watch a team that, let's face it, Yes, the, the, the face of the team is, is Jimmy Butler, but it's also Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra. And to see their team be out-toughed, I mean, that's what that is. You're right. And I heard Spolstra yeah. say this was not yeah. just effort. I'm sorry. I've always heard, and I've been in the scrum listening to Pat Riley when he talked about rebounding, whether his team was on the long or the short end of that, in real time going back to the Lakers 100 million years ago. To watch the Miami Heat get beat, have less energy, less toughness. That was a stunner. So I know I'm doing both, and you're right. Praise goes to Atlanta for going on the road. Trey Young, who I thought was remarkable in his post-game comments to, to TNT, where he talked about having to really focus in and concentrate because he knew he was the primary subject 
of trade rumors even earlier in the day. And he said, my, my, my primary focus here was just to be focused on this game and not get sidetracked. And, and kudos to Trey Young for being candid about that and being up front. But Miami, what were they doing? Seriously, what were the Heat doing? I don't know, Tony, that they can just turn it back on and say, we're not going to do that again. I don't know that it's that simple. Maybe this group has run its course. We move now to hockey. The Boston Bruins beat the Washington Capitals last night to set a new NHL record for most points ever in a season, 133. That broke the record of the Montreal Canadiens in 1977, 46 years ago. Those Canadiens won the Stanley Cup. We'll be on the playoffs start Monday, and I offer you this choice. Will you take the Bruins or the field? Tony, I, 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 I may change my answer during the course of this conversation. The Bruins have earned admiration. Not, not respect, admiration. Because every time during the regular season, they could have said, hey, this sport is about the postseason because all professional sports are. They didn't do that. They said, no, we've got the following goals in the regular season. And if you are a paying customer in New England or, you, or anywhere else in the league, and you go see the Boston Bruins, good for you because they're going to give it to you. They're going to give you a show every time they skate out there. And I'm, I love that. But, Tony, there's so many good teams. I mean, Toronto is good enough to beat them in the series. Tampa, we know in the playoffs, they haven't had the regular season this year. They, they can beat you in the series. I mean, the, the Devils probably could beat them in a series. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll take the field. And I'm, no, the field. I'm not throwing shade at the Bruins, okay. Tone. They've it's earned it, but I'll, I'll take the field. Yeah. I'm going to take the Bruins. And I understand that that is a pick with my heart more than my head because we both know that the team that finishes the regular season on top most often doesn't win the doesn't, Stanley Cup and win. most often yeah. gets knocked out pretty early. The last time a team went wire to wire in that way was 2013. And before that was 2002. So it's only twice in 20 years. But Mike, the Bruins, they just didn't win the regular season. They dominated. They set records. These are some numbers that are very important. They're 22 points clear of the next best team. They're 13 wins clear of the next best team. Their, their point differential is plus 127. The next team is 64. And, Mike, they closed the season 7-0 and 9-1 and and in the last 10, and they deserve great. it. They They're deserve great. it, and I'm going to yeah. take them. I'm going to take them. Let's take a okay, break. I understand Coming that. up, which two teams are most likely to get eliminated from tonight's play-in games? Man, that's kind of easy for me. And the Rays are off to a great start themselves, but is Shohei off to an even better one. There are a lot of great you know, teams so this season, Tone. Regular season. There's some good teams. There really are. Golden State couldn't... Pardon the interruption is brought to you by Jimmy John's, the sandwich of sandwiches. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. 
See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's time for toss-up. Two men enter, one man leaves, finishes the show, then looks longingly out the window, hoping Pablo will return. What's first? Toss-up. Which two teams are most likely to get eliminated in tonight's play-in games? The Bulls? Raptors? Thunder or yeah. Pelicans? I'm going to surprise you with the first one. I'm going to say the Raptors. You have convinced me that the Chicago Bulls, because of your love for Patrick Beverly and, and his salutary <laughs> effect on Zach Levine, you have convinced me that they can win this game. Uh, you know, I mean, Toronto's not appreciably better, and so I can see the Bulls winning this game. I'm also going to pick against New Orleans, Mike. I'm picking against New Orleans, not because I don't think they have good players. But I think at some point in, in what is essentially an elimination game, when you don't have your best player, that takes a toll. Zion Williamson, when he was playing with that team, they were 23-14 and 14 and they were in third place in the West. And since he's out, as predicted, because he's always out, they're 19-26. and 26. So I'm going to pick Oklahoma City to beat New Orleans, even though I can't name two people on Oklahoma City. Well, we're going to go in opposite directions because the Bulls, the problem is, Tony, they're talented enough to a year ago have been the one seed for a nice little stretch. And then they don't pay attention enough to lose to anybody on any given night. And the game is in Toronto where there's a real home court advantage. And by the way, I, mm-hmm. I you know, I love their coach, Nick Nurse, and I don't want to see there's some talk about this being Nick Nurse's perhaps his swan song. I, I, I don't want to see that. I like Toronto. So I, I, the Bulls, as much as I root for them, that's my team, they're, they're, not, they're not paying attention half the time. They can barely get themselves up for certain games. You would think this would be one of them. And I'm certainly going with New Orleans to win. So the team that would be eliminated, Tony, would be OKC. And here's the main reason why. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who I certainly voted for with second team, All-NBA. A lot of people voted. I know Jalen Rose said he did. First team. He's a hell of a player and a great young player. But Herb Jones, and I gave you a name now that you can know, in addition to C.J. McCollum on New Orleans, they play SGA better than maybe anybody. And by the way, New Orleans played their way in last year, last I checked without Zion. So they're going to do it again when they got to win one more game. But I got Oklahoma City eliminating OKC tonight and the Raptors eliminating my Bulls. Next. Toss-up. Who's having the better season so far, the Rays or Shohei Otani? Okay, so Tampa is 11-0. They've had 11 games. They've won 11 games. They're perfect. I love Shohei Otani. Love him. And he's great, but he's not perfect. He beat the Nats last night. I don't think he allowed a run. His ERA is 0.47. He's got 24 strikeouts in 19 innings. 
And again, that's great, but it's not perfect. He has given up six hits in his outings this year, and as a batter, he has 12 hits, and that's great, but it's not perfect. Tampa is perfect, and their run differential through 11 games is plus 63. The answer to this question is Tampa Bay. Yeah, I wanted to go the other way. I wanted to figure out some way to make it show, hey, and, and, and we have seen every few years there's a pitcher. And it may not equal, you know, Drysdale or Hirschheiser, but they have long stretches, and Shohei may get to be that, but he's not near that yet. 11-0 is pretty darn close to 13, which I still mm-hmm. guess is accurately reported as the record in Major League yeah. Baseball, which would be 140 years plus. And so when you got that going and you're still on track for that, Tony, I, you know, you're not the 72 Dolphins yet, but you, you're perfect so far. And if they get to 14 or 15 and sort of Bob Beeman, the 13-0 record, 15 or 16 would do that, wow. Shohei would have to go a while to catch that. He made, though. Amazing start. 0.47 ERA. Not shabby. Yeah. That's it. Let's take one last break. Still to come, the Rangers hold their breath over Corey Seager's hamstring. And the Islanders can wrap up the final playoff spot in the NHL tonight. Will they get it done? Let's just say I hope so, and you'll know why soon. I'm picking both road teams tonight, and you're going against me. Home. Going chalk. Going chalky. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Happy time, people. Happy 30th birthday, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. The Edmonton Oilers' alternate captain is having his best season. He scored 103 points on 37 goals and 66 assists, and that's more than 30 points over his previous high. Of course, Nugent Hopkins' 103 points gets lost behind Connor McDavid's 152 and Leon Dreisaitl's 125. These Oilers stand first, second, and eighth in the NHL in scoring, and they're often on the power play together. Nugent Hopkins was the first overall draft pick in 2011, three years before Dreisaitl went third overall, and four years before McDavid went first overall. So somebody in Edmonton must know what they're doing. And they've known it before, too, Tony. They've done this with three guys this high in scoring. It was Gretzky, Paul, Coffey, and Yari Curry. Not even Messier. I mean, Edmonton. Wow. Seriously. Yeah. That's a team that obviously believes in offense. Happy anniversary, Bill Murray. On this day 19 years ago, the comedian and actor 
threw out the first pitch at his hometown Cubs home opener, tossing the ball far over the backstop and into the Wrigley crowd. <laughs> Murray went to Wilbon's rival high school, Loyola, in Chicago. Murray's yeah. son, Luke, is an assistant coach for the national champion UConn Huskies. Luke coached under Danny Hurley at Wagner and Rhode Island before joining him at Connecticut. The Cinderella story, right? Here's a true story. Bill Murray makes a habit of walking into a restaurant alone, sitting down with a strange couple, befriending them, and ultimately buying their dinner. I saw him do it. Yeah, Tony, I've seen him do it too. You know, I was on the field with Bill Murray less than that many years ago, 2016. I think it might have even been November 1st. Oh, there we are. When our Cubbies won, we thought it was a bucket list item the two of us would never see. And at one point there, standing with Sage Steele, Murray says to me, he leans over and whispers, hopefully nobody heard it on air, he said, not bad for a couple of Jesuit school boys from Chicago to see the Cubs win like this. And we're standing there and it starts to rain and that can hide the tears. So usually I can't agree with Bill because we are, we went to rival high schools, but I love him. And and it's good that we share this thing. A lot of other things in Chicago, but certainly the Cubbies at the top of the list and that night at the top of the top. Totally lovely story. Good for you. Happy trails to another game for the A's. Oakland fell to 2-9 last night, losing to Baltimore 12-8. The A's have allowed the most runs in baseball, 89. Last night, they allowed nine of them to Orioles first baseman Ryan Mountcastle, who had two bomb home runs, including a 456-foot grand slam. Mountcastle's nine RBIs tied the Baltimore franchise record, held jointly by Eddie Murray and Jim Gentile. How about the way the O's celebrate? After an extra base hit, the runner does the sprinkler and guys in a dugout spit water. For Homer, they do a beer bong celebration with water. They call it the Homer hose. You know, these things are, I guess, funny at first, but they always go too far. They're like end zone celebrations and particularly the ones where at least they're at least they're original. Each team seems to have something that belongs to it, its own signature, as opposed to every defensive t- player on every team rushing to the other end to do a fake selfie. That, that I'm tired of. This at least brings a smile to my face I, for now. I'll say this, and I know we've talked about it before. The resurrection of the Orioles is interesting to watch. They were a good team last year in, in I think, the best division, and they're a good team against this year. You know, yeah. they're, they're good. They got guys, young guys who are good. We're running out of show. We go to the big finish. Your Big Ten plans to hire Tony Petiti as its next commissioner. Is that a good fit? Yeah, particularly, Tony, you know what matters to colleges now, to conferences. He was a former television executive, and it all seems to start there, particularly in our conference. Saquon Barkley does not plan to sign his franchise tag tender before the Giants offseason program begins Monday. Is that important? Well, you can't practice without being under a contract. Maybe it means that he's looking to negotiate a long-term contract, or maybe it means He's in a Lamar Jackson situation. I don't know. Luisa Rise became the first Marlin to hit for the cycle last night. Are you impressed? Yeah, Tony. I mean, he was the batting champ last year with the Twins. And now they traded him. He's hitting 537. 22 hits through 12 games. I'm impressed with all of that. Rangers shortstop Corey Seager hurt his hammy, left last night's game. Is that a big deal? Yeah, I mean, $355 million contract. You get him and then you get DeGrom. You don't want to lose either of them. Last one, Islanders need one point tonight to clinch a playoff berth. Do you like their chances? I like the fact that they could be ahead of the Penguins. 
If you keep the penguins out, the whining penguins, that would make me happy. Why do you hate the penguins so much? I don't know. Why? We're out it's of irrational. Time. We'll try and do better the next time. Pop-up bagels. Good stuff. Saquon Barkley needs an off-season practice? Really? I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. Check out NBA Countdown tonight, a half hour earlier at 6.30 Eastern. And now, your sports center.